Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Podcast. I am here again with Erica Murphy, who had to take last week off. So I I talked for 52 minutes. It's good. I listened. Did you? I did. Yeah, it was really good. All of it? I maybe not all of it. (laughs) Yeah, it was long. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to explain my upcoming vacation. And then as I explained it, I just kept explaining it. So very happy to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. It was so sad I couldn't be here last week. I'm sorry. But we're we're back in in good order. Uh, Erica Murphy is a travel agent with Magic Expeditions. You can find her on Facebook at Erica Murphy Magic Expeditions. That's E-R-I. K-A, or you can uh, email her, erica at magicexpeditions.com. So this is going to be kind of a fun episode, I think, that walks you through the process, the actual what do I do to book said Disney World vacation? Because, you know, obviously there's all the planning, there's all the, the, the structuring of do this on this day and that on that day, but how do you go about making sure that the Disney World magical vacation that you are wanting to take actually is uh, put into practice and put into play? Erica comes into play because she is a travel agent, and the best thing about that is that it doesn't cost you any money in the user. So first and foremost, I would say get yourself a good travel agent, and certainly mine is Erica's. If you've heard Tony Colombo on the Main Street Cred episodes of the pixie dust podcast then uh, you know him and he uses erica and lots of my friends and family have used her and just have in general been so very glad with i'm just gonna put it first and foremost i love you but you've saved me a lot of money yeah so that's my favorite part yeah and then i get to work with you yeah um so the the idea crosses somebody's mind they think you know disney world might be might be something that i'm more interested in checking out than i thought of before Mm mm-hmm What's at what point is it the right time to reach out to somebody like you, either you or a travel agent? Maybe they know that their yeah. cousin is a travel agent or whatever. But at what point do you suggest that they start that conversation? I say at the very conception of the idea, uh, only because we have a lot of knowledge as far as promos that come out. Uh, Disney is very sporadic. Uh, we always say expect the unexpected because you never really know what Disney's going to do. But we have an idea of what's been done in the past. You know, we know that 
in June, the dates for 2021 are going to come out. There's typically going to be a promo out with something like that. So really, when you first get the idea that I think I want to take my Dis- my family to Disney, um, you know, not, not really have any dates planned, we can have that conversation at the very beginning because if there's a promo out, that may help guide your timeline. So, you know, you may be thinking... You might be very much so persuaded by doing it for $1,000 less at this time than the other. So maybe you're thinking, oh, I want to go over Christmas. And then we say, are you sure you want to go over Christmas? And then free dining is in the fall. So, you know, just really having those conversations to begin with, I think, is is, uh, really smart because we can kind of help guide and shape your vacation. And you can also say, if someone's like, oh, I just want to be at Disney World at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And you say, are you sure you want to be at Christmas? And they say, yes, absolutely. And you say, let me show you the crowd calendar. Let me explain, uh, you know, the dynamic pricing that goes along. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I want to be there at Christmas. Yeah. Then you you really need to get with Erica super fast because that's also due to the crowds there going to be a highly uh, packed event and Mm -hmm. rooms are going to go. And and so to be able to access the things you want to make sure that you have uh, booked in your trip, you want to make sure that you're as close to the front of the line to get those mm-hmm. things booked as you possibly can. Well, and not only that, I mean, having those conversations, why do you want to go over Christmas time? Do you want to see the Christmas decorations? Do you want to see the parades and all that? Because you can see the same holiday decorations and the holiday events and go the first couple weeks of December when everything is out, but the crowds aren't going to be that much. So, you can go in you November, know, can't you? You can go in November, yeah. Isn't it like November 2nd they start putting them up? It's like, yeah. I think there's a Halloween not so scary on Mm -hmm. November 1st because I was looking at these dates this year. And you could go to a Mickey's not so scary on November 1st, but then overnight, magically, Halloween straight to starting Christmas up. Yeah. And it's like, it's literally overnight. You could go in one day and see the giant pumpkins and then the next day it's the Christmas trees. And they won't have necessarily all of the uh, resort stuff up. Like, I think the gingerbread houses take a little bit longer to come up. But, you know, that's what I mean, having those conversations about what if the crowds are down significantly, if the cost might be down, if you can get a better room for a lesser price, still get your Christmas decorations in the Magic Kingdom. You compare things. Exactly. And it's hard to know all of the different things to compare because you do not know what you do not know. Exactly. And it's your job to know. It is my job to know. And because we're looking at it every day, we're privy to the, we're the first ones that get to know when these promos come out. So even if you have already booked and say, okay, I want to go in November and then come this summer, another promo goes out. If it's better than what you already have, or maybe we had to get you in at a standard rate because of the time, we can apply that promo to your reservation. So when you work with a travel agent, it's they are constantly looking at your reservation. So it is it's really smart to to get a travel agent at the very, very beginning. So I'm thinking my kids would love to go to Disney World or maybe I'm a grandma and I'm thinking my grandkids would Mm -hmm. maybe love to go to Disney World. And I don't have any idea how much it's going to cost. I don't understand the lingo except for I do now because I listen to the Pussy Does (laughs) podcast. Um so, you know, you start to educate yourself. It's very, it's a very difficult thing to dip your toe in. Mm-hmm. You really have to go head first, dive in mm-hmm. and decide. Time to learn about this yeah. because it is, a, it is a big investment. Um, I will echo what you just said about getting with a travel agent as soon as possible because, first of all, a conversation with you doesn't cost anything no. to anybody. Mm-mm. And the initial cost to the person who is booking 
this trip, once to, to secure what you think you're going to do is a very minimal investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, so for a $200 deposit, you can book your reservation. And so that that allows you to book your fast passes, to book your dining reservations. You just have to have the full payment due 30 days in advance. And I have a lot of people that come through and, you know, it is an investment, but a lot of people are like, wow, that's a lot less than I thought it was going yeah. to be. Because there's different things that you can do. If You can easily make it a lot more expensive if you want to do the deluxe plans and you want to do a deluxe You could probably concept. spend an infinite amount of money. You could. You absolutely could. <laughs> I mean, you want to, you know, stay at a villa with the two of you in the presidential suite? Yeah. But you don't have to. But you don't have to. And yeah. you might say, so I was, I'm talking with a family member of mine who's considering going somewhere around the fall. And the question right now is October or November. And I'm kind of pushing maybe the October dates because the Mickey's not so scary thing, mm-hmm. I think, will be... Because it's, it's going to be a yeah, four-night, five-day trip-ish. And I think that the Mickey's Not So Scary would be a really cool thing because they have little kids. Mm-hmm. So, Did you guys do it last time? No, we've yeah. never been. Well, we've, we, we always leave like the first week of August. Yeah. If we went, I, I just don't know that we could make it work mm-hmm. with uh, my husband being a teacher, which I think a lot of people will relate to. Kids in school, if your kids can can handle it, you can always pull your kids out of school. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a that's a... Very personal decision based on every family and each kid individually as well. But when your husband's a teacher, he can't just like up and leave and go to Disney. (laughs) At least not that I'm aware of or not that he's comfortable with. So we kind of try to have we've we've gone. The longest trip. Well, we've we've only taken two family trips. So the first trip we took was, I think, five nights, six days. And then the second trip was eight nights, nine days. Mm-hmm. And that was so that we could, which if you listen to the marathon episode last <laughs> week, um, I kind of explained how the progress of, you know, my first trip, what we plan to do, and then the lessons that I learned about how my family does Disney World mm-hmm. and how we've modified that from trip to trip to trip. And one of them was we wanted to go longer, not so that we could do that much more stuff, but so that we could get all the stuff in mm-hmm. and take a deep breath yeah. every once in a while. And I don't know that it would be possible on your first trip to not just feel like wired. Like, yeah, I want to go. I want to see. I want to play. I want to do. So that that does make a difference. Yeah. But and I think that that's up to the family, too. So I had a family that came back last week. This was their second trip and they hadn't been in years and they were very laid back to the point where I was a little anxious because I was like, are you sure this is what you you know, are you sure that this is okay?" that, you know, they were like, yeah, we'll get reservations when we get reservations and we'll we'll just be this. And I I was really anxious as their agent just being like, I want to make sure that they have the best vacation. And she was sending me pictures the whole time they were having a great time and they were just leisurely walking through the parks and they were fine just experiencing Disney Disney without having just to absorbing it just yeah. absorbing it all in so really it's it's every family is different you know what's best for you and I like I said I was getting <laughs> anxiety because I'm like you still have dining credits left and we don't have reservations for yeah. you and they had the best time and so it, you know I, I, I I've talked about this previously but There is so much information out there right now on advice and best practices and tips and tricks and hacks on on your best Disney World vacation. You know, that's the version of somebody's best Disney World vacation. And chances are every tip that you hear, you should listen to and observe it and then apply it to your family and see how it shakes out. Mm -hmm. Because 
one of the big th- biggest things that my family is adapting is we're eating one less meal mm-hmm. a day because we realized we were spending so much time eating and we were not hungry. Yeah. And we're moving that second or that first meal instead of having a breakfast on most days we're eating the latest breakfast we can book. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a brunch. Mm-hmm. So that way we get get away with two credits. We'll have snacks in we'll have oatmeal mm-hmm. and probably like toast or something like that depending on the room we stay in maybe some cereal so that we can eat something in the morning so the yeah. kids have something in their system in the way, uh, some fruit and stuff. But that way when we go to sit down to eat that first meal, we're hungry. Yeah. And when we get to the 6 o'clock meal for dinner, we're hungry yeah. because the food is amazing yeah. and you want to eat. Like I remember being like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I can't eat anything here. I'm stuffed. And I yeah. haven't even like looked at the menu yet because yeah. it's just so much food. But the biggest thing behind that is scheduling brunches for us allows us to ease into the parks mm-hmm. on our own Yeah, timetable, which means if we get to bed earlier, if we get a good night's sleep and everybody's up, we can go rope drop if we want to that morning. Yeah. But we also don't have to. Mm-hmm. If if there's a if there's a situation where we've got a you know like a ten forty five or an eleven a.m. depending on the restaurant, I think the latest brunch we could schedule was like eleven twenty. I think Chef Mickey's is like an eleven ten or eleven twenty, mm-hmm. and that brunch actually is half lunch, half breakfast because they start putting lunch stuff out. But if we decide that day that we're wiped, maybe we partied hard the, the night before at an after hours thing or something like that. We can decide we're going to catch up on sleep. We're going to stroll into Chef Mickey's late. And then maybe we'll stay out late that night again or something. So we do better, I think, not trying to rope drop every day. It was it was exhausting, Mm -hmm. specifically for my husband. Yeah, because he's he's the guy who gets up early and is like making things happen. And it takes me longer to get up in the morning, get a shower and dry my hair and stuff. So he's trying to get he's just like, I think I would like it if we could slow it down a couple mornings. Like We can do that. We can totally do that. But we had to learn it. Well, and I think that's something that that's another misconception that people are like, oh, like a Disney vacation is so much work and it's not really a vacation because it's go, go, go. It's what you make of it. So it's up to you. I mean, we always book in the afternoon we never book stuff in the morning because if we want to sleep until 10 we'll sleep until 10 I yeah mean, you know can feel like vacation for a lot of people exactly if we want to go hang out by the pool or sit at the fake beach like and actually feel more it's like fake. i mean no, <laughs> orlando's not exactly on a coast <laughs> yes it is it's on it's, my coast it is it's a disney beach which i like better than actual beaches because they're clean yeah i'm not to- i'm totally with you on that well going back to like talking to my b- about my um family member who's considering making this trip in the fall mm-hmm. i was planning it out and i priced everything out for her and i priced out park hopper tickets because mm-hmm. I just thought this will give her more flexibility. I don't know if she's going to want to go back. I don't want her to feel like she's limited. Yeah. But as I was pricing it out, if she stays four nights in five days, I don't really know that on that. I think it's possible that the park hopper might be overwhelming mm-hmm. and you'll lose time when you travel. Mm-hmm. But if we purchased a Mickey's Not So Scary evening for her and for her kids, she would be able to park hop in essence that yeah. day because she could you could go to Epcot because she has littler kids. So I don't know that they're going to want to spend a full day at Epcot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in October, which means it's going to be food and wine, which means it's going to be slammed mm-hmm. like you can knock out the morning 
do a garden grill breakfast mm-hmm. and do the do the do the rides that you want to knock out at Epcot, experience it, take the afternoon off, and then go do a Mickey's Not So Scary. And I think the price difference between in total for five park days, going from a single day ticket to a park hopper ticket added like three hundred and seventy five dollars, I mm-hmm. think, for that amount of time. And the Mickey's Not So Scary for all of them for that same night was about $500. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, here's what I would do. Like, you can do it all. I'm giving you all your options. But you can drop the the park hopper. You can totally make this trip work for you. And you can still go to Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. an additional time at night. Yeah. So, And honestly, we rarely do the hopper. We've got it this time because it came with our free dining with the promo. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we rarely do the hopper because... You can still go back to the same park that you checked into. So if you want to come back and take a nap or go swimming, then we can absolutely do that. But for our family, it doesn't necessarily make sense to to hop because you spend that time transporting and, and work. For, for, yeah. yeah, for us, it's just it's, you know. Was I it think half a dozen one, six, you know. six to one, half dozen other? <laughs> I think that the benefit of a park hopper has a lot to do with being able to eat wherever you want to eat. Yeah. So if if you have restaurants that you want to tick off, if you Mm -hmm. want to eat two dinners, three dinners at Epcot, you almost have to have a park hopper. Yeah. If you're not into the food and you want to ride, 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 Mm -hmm. then maybe you don't. And if it's your first trip versus your third, fifth, 30th, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe there's a difference there. But it is to each his own. Yeah. So if, so I'm, I'm talking to my family member because she knows nothing about it. Yeah. And I'm trying to, I, I, I keep telling her, I'm like, I have more information. I have a spreadsheet, but mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know that you're ready for a spreadsheet yet. Yeah. Like, I don't want to overwhelm you with information. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting her in the ballpark of, mm-hmm. okay, I, I'm pretty sure I want to go at this time. And I'm pretty sure I think that this is what I want to do because I know she'll trust me because we're family. But I told I already told her I'm like I have the best travel agent ever, so I'm mm-hmm. going to hand you over to her when you're ready to have these conversations from a booking and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. she will be reaching out to you, I'm sure, in yeah. the next. I I need I need to have her do it in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah. but it's interesting to see her want to do this and just be like wide eyed, yeah, jaw, you know, mouth agape, and it's just like uh, ay, yeah. Ay. So if you don't have if you don't have a close family member that is really just looking for the next opportunity to discuss how amazing this is going to be yeah. for somebody, they can call you. They, they can have all those conversations with yeah. you. And if you choose not to book at the end of that, that's still fine, too. No, absolutely. I would maybe pay you to talk about Disney all day because yeah, I no love kidding. it so much. No joke. <laughs> so so people are interested. They contact you, Erica, mm-hmm. at MagicExpeditions.com. They say, hi, Disney question mark. Maybe question mark, and then yeah. you respond with the questions that need to be asked. But what are some things that what are what are some of the things that are the priorities that tend to dictate mm-hmm. what people choose to do in the end? I'd assume the number one thing is budget, a hundred percent, and not just budget, but if there's a promo out or something, you know, what is going to be the best value for somebody? So if they're like, you know, we know we want to go, but we don't really know when we want to go, what's what's going to be our best value? And your best value is going to be going when there's a promotion out, obviously. Yeah. And whether that's a room discount or free dining, you know, that's a conversation that we typically have because 
like you said, it's a ton of food. So maybe the free dining isn't as advantageous for you as a room a discount room would be. Discount. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know your family. So having those conversations and kind of giving you all the information and then letting you decide what works best for your family. There's a lot of cogs in the background as far as planning a Disney vacation goes. And that's what our job is, is to make that as seamless and as easy for you as possible so that way you can just show up and enjoy your vacation. There's probably an arc too of that that part where you know there's the initial okay I'm going to ask Erica about this I you know I'm not Mm -hmm. telling the kids or the grandkids that we're discussing it because I want to be able to back out at any Mm -hmm. time but there probably is an arc of question asking where you know there's the initial question like I I would like to do this help Mm -hmm. and with every question they ask you and you answer it, that then causes four, five, six more questions yeah. to be asked where those are good. That's a healthy way to go about the process. Like mm-hmm. asking those questions makes you can ask it of them if they don't know what questions to ask. And once you kind of get into it or maybe you start finding some YouTube channels that you watch, you start knowing what other questions to ask. Um, do, you, do you when you're planning with people, do you ever find that they come into it thinking, I know what I I have a really good feeling of what I do. And then by the time they're going to Disney World, it is looking very differently. Yeah. And it's a lot of that has to do with the promos, too, that if they're like, I want to go this time or finding out more information like the Christmas, for example. I have had people come to me and say, I want to be there for the New Year's Eve fireworks. And so we say, "Okay, great. Like, let's talk about this. Make sure you get in the park at 9 a.m. Yeah. Why do you want to do this? What do you want to do? Because I remember going as a kid on and we went for New Year's Eve and it was not that big of a deal. Like there weren't that many people there. We were able to go see the fireworks. There still weren't fast passes. It was all these things. It was really August 6th and your parents told you yeah. it was New Year's Eve. They're like, look, the fireworks. <laughs> Guess what? Hey. And, and we did a countdown and it was the whole thing. We're like, why are we it's in like, shorts? I'm not, you know, I am not mad at the Netflix New Year's Eve countdown yeah. that you can play at nine o'clock if that's what you need to see to get that's, your kids to bed at nine. Yeah. Or yourself and not feel like you're missing out on it. Okay. Uh, So with that being said, people have, you know, the thought of, oh, I went in 1984 when it was, you know, there was not that big of a deal and it was a lot of fun. I want to do that again. It's a much different park. So when people come to me and have, you know, oh, I did this 25 years ago, 30 years ago, um, and then have the conversation about some of the things that have changed and some of the um, crowds that have changed a little bit than, than the vacation tends to change a little bit with that too yeah i think budget being one of the prime factors that Mm -hmm. dictates i really do believe that people think that a disney world is economically unattainable yeah i agree and it might not be that budget being your your number one priority limits you to what you can do you might find out you could afford to do quite a lot. You yeah. can, you can make different decisions. You know, in, in the instance of my family member, save some money not doing park hopper and go check out the Mickey's Not So Scary. You might yeah. you might not think like that you're gonna you're, you might look at the cost of Mickey's Not So Scary tickets and you might say I'm I'm not doing that. But if you move this here and move that there, mm-hmm. and you've got an expert like Erica who knows what the promotions are and knows where the saving opportunities are for you and how to take the puzzle pieces of your vacation and put them in line so that it looks like the picture that you want to see. That's a huge advantage too. Like you might actually be able to do things that you never dreamt 
yeah. that you could have been able to do. Or there may be things out there that you didn't even know existed. So um, I had another client who went, uh, it's been a while now, but he, he took his wife for her for her birthday and and I was like, hey, she's a Hint, big Disney. Mer- Jared. Yeah. Hint, just saying. Uh, he was like, you know, she's already a big Disney person. Get spoiler alert. It's you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> it's a, she was a big Disney person. And he's like, I really want to wow her. What can I do? So we set them up with. Oh, I know who um, this person is. Yeah. <laughs> we set them up with like a moonlight uh, fireworks cruise and, you know, did a really special dinner at the Contemporary Resort. And so, you know, he didn't even know that that you could take. A yacht, and it wasn't that a yacht. It's a, not yacht. a yacht. Uh, I make things very fancy. When you're a high roller, like Jim, <laughs> uh, they took a boat um, on the Seven Seas Lagoon and watched the fireworks and had chocolate covered strawberries and champagne, and it was a wonderful, Lovely. wonderful evening. But he didn't even know that existed. So, um, you know, there's a lot that's out there that that is a lot less. I mean, they did a Keys to the Kingdom tour, which they got to see kind of the behind the scenes stuff. And there's a lot of there's a lot out there. Yeah, so so very cool. Another thing that would probably restrict folks is scheduling. So in in my example, being married to a teacher, I almost said being married to my husband. Yeah, being married to my husband. Being married to a teacher, there are things we can do, and there are things that we just cannot do. Right. And you know, tr- the, the idea of going at a low travel time. They're low travel times because kids are in school. Right. So my husband, this is his job. That's his gig. That's what he's going to be doing at the time. Tough luck, Annie. Right. So when you, you know, if I say, if is there a low time at Disney World? Like drastically different? I mean, I think now might be kind of a low time. <laughs> <laughs> It's for different reasons. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. yes and no. I mean, um, any time that kids are in school, so typically the first couple weeks when they go back to school or the last couple weeks when people aren't going to want to pull their kids out. If there's two weeks left of school, they're probably not going to pull mm-hmm. their kids out. Uh, so, you know, kind of early May, late April. So if you want to go on a couple's trip, yeah, do it then. But to be said, low crowds at Disney is still very, very crowded because there's adults and a lot of people and there's cheer competitions and run. HVAC comp- or <laughs> <age> competitions. <laughs> Can I, yeah. I want to go to an HVAC oh competition? <laughs> you just started something it's amazing. Like, I'm having like a like a dodgeball movie yes. kind of thing going on in my head with people walking in in their HVAC outfits. Yes. I, would, I would love to see that. There was an HVAC convention yes. when we were there at the end of January in the beginning of February. This is February first and second, and it you know it wasn't it was not crowded because first of all it was not what I would call crowded, and it was. Not not warm. It was cold. Yeah. Like, I was very cold. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot imagine, because we're, we're going back at the end of July. I'm like, we are going to be walking around the same place, sweating, yeah. wearing tank tops and shorts with people all over the place. I'm like, yeah. soak this in right now. Yeah. And remember this. We will not believe what we were dealing with before. Yeah. But there, what we did find out that there was, I think Epcot was super crowded one day. And we're yeah. like, what is going on? Well, we went on to Saturday. It was the... Festival of the Arts. Yeah. And there are people everywhere. And then we found out, oh, there's like the world's largest HVAC convention. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Didn't know that. Couldn't have known that, I don't think, at the time. Yeah. So those types of little things will impact. Well, and that, you know, even the, like you said, it it wasn't as crowded as as July. Oh, Um, no. I have people, the same group that went a couple weeks ago, she sent me a picture and said, if this is off season, I don't want to see what peak season's like. because. 
I think you have this misconception that like, oh, kids are in school, so it's it's low peak times and we're just going to be able to walk into rides and, you know, there's not going to be we're going to have the whole park to ourselves. And that's that's definitely not the case. Also, there's still Galaxy's Edge opened. Yeah, that's new in August. Uh, Rise of the Resistance, which is an amazing experience, which uh, my husband and I had the pleasure of going on in February. It's it's absolutely amazing. So people have been waiting for this yeah, for oh some my time, gosh. long time, and it's here. <laughs> yeah. So that can that can you know it may not be a typical February, yeah, because Rise of the Resistance has been open mm-hmm. for two months, yeah. So so that makes a difference too. I will say though that the idea that summer. When I was speaking with my family, she's like, I just don't want to go during summer. I don't want to go when it's going to be super jam-packed. Summer isn't necessarily the super peak time anymore. In fact, like the crowd calendar when we go, and if you just Google like Disney World crowd calendars, there's some really good ones out there. I think we have some days in the beginning of August. Florida schools go back on like the 1st or 2nd of August. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But we have some days that are like a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Maybe an eight out of ten where and I don't know that there's any nine out of ten days unless there's a Saturday in there that is. But that's not even two years ago. It was busier during the summer. Disney's yeah. done a lot to try to spread out those crowds. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of those crowd calendars, uh, Ryan actually texted me the other day and was like, how closely do you look at these? And I use them as a guide. I There's a million of them out there and everyone's going to say a million different things. So I don't typically look too deep into it. Like I wouldn't go and change your reservation just because of a Disney crowd calendar because there's a lot of things that play into it. This is their best guess at what they think it's going to be. And they could be wrong. And they could be wrong. They may not know that there's an HVAC convention. They may Who not would? know right? <laughs> they Good may not grief. know that um, you know, Rise of the Resistance is gonna, you know, open early or Mickey Rail is going to yeah, cause because more they're, because they're they're they're, they're predicting like a year out exactly so it's like you know the farmer's almanac like this is our best guess wait that's not real right? <laughs> wait it says it's supposed everything to snow is today. a lie yeah <laughs> it's fake I, news i think that i use crowd calendars because when i sit down and i'm looking at nine days on my mm-hmm. spreadsheet i'm like well where do i start mm-hmm. so i go and i'll look at what the green check days are i put them in my spreadsheet Mm -hmm. in a in a row that is like here's what the crowd calendar suggests is the best park Mm -hmm. here's where the extra magic hours are and then i just start putting things in but it's as much because i have to start somewhere sure yeah i love the initial sit down and like yeah what are we gonna do and then it gets color coded (laughs) it's uh i always start with the extra magic hours so if you don't have a park hopper i'm probably not going to put you in that park just because they tend to be the most crowded. And then the rest of them, if you have your date set, um, you know, there's different things like people typically go to Magic Kingdom on the first day of their trip. So if you go on a Monday, I'd probably steer clear of of Magic Kingdom and, you know, kind of go another route. But um, as far as as the, the crowd calendars go, it's just it's just their their best guess. I also don't think particularly that you're going to notice like it, it, in most cases the change between one day or the other is not going to be drastic enough no. for you to be like wow there's just nobody here i made the best <laughs> choice possible or this is a disaster yeah there's tons of people at disney world what i would the, the one thing regarding crowd calendars that i would pay attention to is what are the new rides or attractions or mm-hmm. anything that have just opened 
or what are things that have really closed down because you have to take into account locals. Yeah. And so if, you know, for instance, Rise of the Resistance being open, it's a very competitive boarding pass system that you have to participate in. Saturdays and Sundays are probably going to be much more competitive than a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So you might want to consider factoring, you know, the latest developments. So Hollywood Studios got all the new stuff going right now. It's going to be the toughest park to get in every day, no matter what. But it's going to be extra hard on Saturdays when people aren't going to work or Sundays if people are, you know, using their morning to to visit. So that's kind of a way to modify Mm -hmm. how you plan it. But if you're looking at a crowd calendar and someone's like, oh, this is a red day for Magic Kingdom, but you really wanted to go to Magic Kingdom that day? Yeah. Go. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. do, Do what you want. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was telling. Him. I'm like, let's not change because now you've already booked your dining. So yeah. I, I wouldn't change your dining just because the only thing that I stay away from, like I said, is the extra magic hours because that is going to be the busiest parks. That's where everybody goes. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the one thing that I, I typically advise if you don't have a hopper to stay. It's that hour is not worth the extra crowds. It's going to be in the park that day. So if people reach out to you, Erica at MagicExpeditions.com. That's E R I K A at MagicExpeditions.com. Uh, they can just start the conversation with mm-hmm. you if they if you are halfway through planning a trip and, you know, maybe you're going in the late spring or early summer and you don't have a travel agent, you can still mm-hmm. connect with Erica and she can still help you. Because the other key thing here is what you've kind of touched on already, which is if you have something booked right now and something better comes available, it costs you nothing to you rebook your vacation at the lower rate, you get that money off the to cost your trip. Yeah, exactly. It's and a no brainer. Even if you've already booked, um, you know, we can we can help you out with that, too. So if you want me to just take a look at kind of your your thoughts and, and what you have planned, um, if it's within 30 days of your travel, like if it's past 30 days of your travel, um, I can move it over to our agency to where I can watch for those promos for you, too. So even if you already have a reservation, we can help you out, too. So um, anything else that you would advise the people to have if if they're considering this, if they're thinking about contacting you, if they're thinking about booking a trip? Is there anything else that comes to mind that you suggest? Yeah, I mean, I just suggest just do it because and, and I say that because it's a lot more affordable than you would think. We can help you, you know, get a value resort. You don't have to do the dining plan. You know, there's different, definitely different things you can do it. But um, in a world of chaos and news and everything that's going on right now, it's those memories are going to be with you for the rest of your life. So if you keep putting it off and say, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, just do it. Like, we don't know Mm-hmm. what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know, you know, job changes and life changes and, and all of these things. Um, so I'm I'm all about living in the now. I would also, now. too, say, you know, with the current situation, uh, you know, with, with the virus that's going around and, you know, Disney's going to decide to do whatever Disney's going to decide to do. I think now might be a great time to, if, if you're comfortable with traveling, if mm-hmm. this if this does uh, become a more advantageous time to travel, in the near future, there might be some really good opportunities yeah. that do arise to, mm-hmm. to get a good deal on some travel yeah. and connect with somebody who, as soon as those happen, they can snatch them up for you and, and, and you can be on your trip and, and, you know, have a magical vacation. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, now everybody's taking extra precautions. So, I mean, 
now may be the best time to go because mm-hmm. the, the airplanes are probably going to be a lot cleaner than they ever have been. <laughs> no <so>. joke. <laughs> I saw somebody on the news, uh, which is my day job. I watch a lot mm-hmm. of news talking about the way they are disinfecting airplanes right yeah. now. And the, like everyone's like, how are you doing it before? They weren't. That's yeah. what it was. They weren't Blech. doing it before. <laughs> No. So that's what I mean. I always I'm damn makes fun of me when we travel because I have my little spray mm-hmm. Lysol that yeah. I like disinfect the seat because airplanes are like a Petri dish, whether it's now or five Anytime. months ago. Like it's just they're just gross. And so I bring my Lysol wipes and I, you know, take my emergency. And I that's just what I, I got do vomited I on in a plane. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that would be that's like my worst nightmare. I'll have to tell that story sometime. Yeah. Mm, Because the woman in front of me projectile vomited into her seat. Oh, my gosh. And it deflected over her seat. Oh, my gosh. Into my mouth. Oh, my gosh. See, and you live to tell the story. So So far. Oh, my gosh. Remember when I said don't touch me? It's like (laughs) touching people. Like a two two years ago, one of the worst things to ever happen to me. Yeah. That sounds. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible and i honestly do have compassion for this woman i think she was yeah. having like a low blood sugar yeah. moment anxiety and there's sure. nothing she could have done about it and i was sitting <sighs> there and i felt terrible for her but i also felt terrible for me yeah because it was horrible yeah it's really bad i got free alcohol out of it i, I had would, a i had whiskey oh. at 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, so that's what clears everything up. So it's fine. But that's what, you know, and Disney has always been really, really great about their cleanliness and the things. And while they haven't released any official statements yet, um, I've heard that more sanitizer stations have gone mm-hmm. up. Their cleanliness is is top notch, hospital grade. So, um, you know, as far as as that goes, if there's any place I would want to be during a viral outbreak, it's Disney. Why the heck not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's capable of making those decisions for themselves. But I wouldn't I wouldn't work to be any more, uh, you know, hyped up about it than than you need to be. And and if you are interested in if or if you're sitting at home and you've got time to spare, (laughs) email email Erica at Magic Expeditions. We can book a year out. Yeah, you can book your next three vacations. (laughs) All this time. Spreadsheets, color coded, everything. 14 days would be probably pretty good time to do that. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening to this edition to the Pixie Dust podcast. Erica Murphy, Erica at magicexpeditions.com. That's Erica, E R I K A, at magicexpeditions.com. Erica Murphy, Magic Expeditions on Facebook. Go find her there and uh, like her page and ask her any questions you have. And you can contact me at Annie Fry Show. That's F R E Y, Annie Fry Show at gmail.com and ask questions, share comments, share tips. Love to hear from you as well. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.